If you've been feeling that there's more to life than just the daily grind or an endless striving for material success, if you know that there is a deeper calling inside of you that you haven't fully stepped into yet, now is the time to step forward on your path. No matter what is happening in life, there is a sacred place within you, a place where you can access the abilities of your soul to heal and transform the energies within and around you. This is the gift of Reiki, and if you resonate with what I'm saying, then it's calling you. Reiki is a gentle but powerful path of healing and transformation. It shows you how to unlock the doors to your inner world and find that sanctuary within that has unlimited access to healing energy for your physical, emotional, and spiritual bodies. On June 6th and 7th, we'll show you how to access this tangible healing energy so you can heal yourself and share it with others. Whether you want to balance your chakras and clear your aura of unwanted energies, help your children or family when they're struggling emotionally or physically, balance your emotional and mental states for better well-being, or clear old patterns and past life trauma from your energy. Our in-person Reiki 1 and 2 certification class is a two-day class that will help you do just that. It isn't just an education, it is truly an awakening. Even for those who have never considered the path of energy work before, let this be your sign. Reiki is more than just a practice. It is a journey of heart, reconnecting you with the depths of your own soul and its potential. It's about connecting with yourself in the most profound, meaningful ways possible. So if you're feeling the call, if your heart stirs a little at the thought of embarking on this journey, join us on June 6th and 7th for our Reiki 1 and 2 certification class. Embrace the opportunity to transform, to heal, and connect with the essence of your true self. Spaces are limited so everyone can get personal guidance and support so you can save your spot today and let's embark on this beautiful journey together. Visit our website at sedonamedium.com forward slash inner peace. That's sedonamedium.com forward slash inner peace. Reaching new horizons often means that you have to dig deep. And if your goals are ambitious, you might end up hitting on a core wound. In this episode, we're talking about core wounds that manifest as intuition blocks. Welcome to the Modern Life and Spirit Podcast, where we explore spiritual topics relevant to today's world. Your hosts, certified psychic medium, Christina Wooten, and Reiki master teacher, Robert Wooten, break down how to work with spirit to create more positive growth in your life. Consider this podcast your go-to spiritual resource for navigating the modern world. Hey there, welcome everybody to the podcast. My name is Christina Wooten, certified psychic medium. I'm here with Robert Wooten. Hello there. (laughs) Certified Reiki master teacher. We are so glad to have you here today. Thank you for showing up for whatever you're doing today to help make this world a bright, beautiful, loving, wonderful space to be in. Grateful to be able to just connect with you wherever we are. Thank you, technology. And thank you, Spirit, for giving us this technology. This week, we're going to be diving deep into core wounds and how this manifests itself in your fears or anxieties or your stress points when you're trying to grow your intuition and your connection with your spirit guides. 
there is so much uncertainty when you're stretching into this whole new realm of possibility. And especially when you're coming into the world of spirit, which may not seem as clearly defined when you don't understand the workings, the process, the um, equation that's happening on behind the scenes. So it can be really tempting to try something in a half committed way and then say, oh, well, guess it didn't work. I guess I was right, (laughs) which is like the ultimate ego fuel, right? Is to just, oh, yeah, see, I was right. Ha ha ha. (laughs) But as we dive into this today, I want to give you just before we start a little mini roadmap for where it is that we're going so that we can have a little bit of a lay of the land. So we're going to talk about core wounds, what they are, also about the surprising sacred purpose that they have according to one of my spirit guides. And then we're going to take a look at the core wounds of abandonment and I'm not good enough slash something is wrong with you wound and how those can just rear their ugly heads when you're dipping a toe more into spiritual connection. And my goal is to really help you to recognize these blocks for what they really are and help you to overcome this trauma response a bit. So you can just continue to progress in your work and continue to go deeper and not feed that ego beast. And the third is I'm going to be sharing a practice that you can use to just chip away at any core wound, whatever it is, for any purpose, to just elevate and lift your energy, continue to help you raise your vibration. So that's our journey today. We've got a lot to cover. So let's, uh, it seems a little ambitious. We were talking about ambitious souls. So this does seem a little bit ambitious today, but that's all right. We've got a plan. We're headed there and see where spirit takes us. It would seem like a good place to start and let's define the natural question. What is a core wound? Okay. A core wound occurs When the mind becomes aware or it interprets an experience to mean that you are not unconditionally loved. So it's the beginning aspect of separation and recognizing that there's a difference between yourself, between others, between the capacity for needs to be met. It's a very repressed pain that becomes internalized. Because it's a core wound, it happens very early in life. And so it's an acknowledgement of like, oh, we're not in Kansas anymore, Toto. Like, here we are. We're here on the earth plane now. Gotcha. (laughs) This is a little bit different. So you might call it the uh, welcome to the earth plane kick, you know. I do say that in jest, but it's very linked to this wound, the serious wound of separation and identity and you know, the grief of the illusion that we're disconnected, that we're separate. And and that separation wound is what makes core wounds so extra oomphy, not in a great way. Just That's the clinical term, oomphy. Oomphy, Yeah, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, add it in. It's a new thing. (laughs) So a core wound is like that wound that it just doesn't heal. It's very resistant to healing. The core wound really requires you to, to dig deep, down to the fundamental core of who you believe yourself to be. And you can try all kinds of surface level remedies, but none of those are going to touch the core wound. And it may scab over and start to heal. But every now and then, if the right itch comes along and there's the right kind of scratch, it can open up and start to 
to bleed again. So that's really what a core wound is. It's what a lot of our pain sometimes sits on top of. It's the fundamental crack open point, if you will. So when I was talking to Spirit one day about core wounds, I was asking, why? Why does everyone have them? You know, even people who have these seemingly blissful childhoods and those that have glamorous lives, why is this a very consistent experience that we have as as human beings? And I really want to share with you what my spirit guides share with me because it gave me this entirely mind-bending way of looking at core wounds. I mean, it completely changed my perspective. So I'll share it with you today if it resonates with you. They said that deep within ourselves, when we keep peeling back the layers and the next layer and the next layer and the next one, like you're peeling an onion, eventually we arrive at the source, at the divine. Now, the human tendency is to focus on what ends up being the external and at the surface level. So having something that draws us within, that stubbornly drives us to have to dig deeper, that we seek to heal it, we get closer and closer ultimately to the divine. So not only is it a part of our human identity experience, it has this sacred purpose that keeps putting pressure on us in a way to drive us within, to point us towards the layer that is just above home. It's like the core wound is also the gateway. That completely changed my perspective of core wounds so dramatically that I just had to share it today. And I hope that that was able to be communicated as in the way and the spirit in which my guide shared it with me because it really was profound. Um, And to consider to change our perception, to consider a core wound as a sacred opportunity, as a space of just like a thin layer just over source to me was, wow, it almost made hitting the core wound like a magic. Wow, really close. Powerful stuff. Who knew the core wounds could be such exciting stuff? (laughs) So for our work together today, let's light up two core wounds and how that shows up for your intuition and in your receptivity with your spirit guides. And I'm also going to share the counter thought. So the medicine that helps to bring healing to that core belief that you're working on. So drum roll, ominous drum roll, (laughs) number one is uh, abandonment. So the abandonment wound occurs when there is a neglect wound. So where the ego's belief is that you can't trust that your needs are going to be met, that they're going to matter to other people, that they're going to be taken care of by others, it leads to this very deep sense of distrust towards other people, especially emotionally, because you may develop a very hard, rough kind of outer shell or one that ends up serving other people and not allowing yourself to to be served or have that love returned to you. So I think the abandonment wound is pretty easy to spot in that it looks like a very extreme independence. It's the ego's way of saying, well, if I can't trust you to meet my needs, then I don't need you. (laughs) So one way to look at that extreme independence, independence is a rejection of others. 
So it can also look a lot like an inability to let go of control or an inability to allow yourself to receive. I've also seen it manifest in a totally interesting way of fear of stepping into your own power, fear to show up in your strongest, most powerful version of yourself. So kind of two different elements there. What it looks like in an intuition block is not being able to trust the message. So you're having trouble believing something. You're trying to bend something your way and trying to control the message. You're in the middle of receiving the message. You're asking like all the questions about the message. You're like, no, it can't be that. What about this? It's like you jump into analyzing mode and into control mode of the message instead of allowing yourself to receive the actual message. It's like if I if I change the how it's coming in, if I change the content of what's coming in, then somehow I'm changing the outcome or I'm making sure that the the need is going to be met because it has to be met by myself and I can't trust spirit to meet the need or give me the information that I need. In all its many facets, trust and faith quite often have to do with validation. And so it seems like if if you can validate why something is not worthy of your trust, then you seem to validate it to yourself. That, see, like you said earlier, see, I told you so, that's why. So I think when you're talking about not trusting a message coming in, you seem to want to find reasons to validate why you can't trust that that's what you're getting or that's what you're hearing, unless the message in some way validates a fear or something that you're already thinking about. Yeah, I think what usually ends up happening in this is some information or an impression starts to come in. And before the whole package has been delivered of information, immediately it's like, well, wait a minute. So like the mind totally gets engaged and starts, well, what about this? Do you mean this? Can this be this? Before the whole thing has even come into play. So it's not even allowing yourself to receive the full message. So it's this combination between not opening to receive it and also, you know, a certain level of rejecting it at the same time. Sure. And I would imagine that that kind of conversation probably takes place on the in the physical world as well when the person is having conversations with people. I bet they're questioning what those people are saying to them. It looks like, oh, I can do it myself. You know, I don't need to. So I'll, I'll share a personal example of um, we had a scorpion in the house. Robert was out of town. I was, you know, at home by myself trying to figure out how we were going to find the scorpion in in my daughter's room. It was a mess. So one of my friends' husband just lives up the road. And I said, no, I'll get it. Like, I've got my UV light. I've got my gloves. I'm searching. I'm going to find this scorpion. I'm on a scorpion hunting mission. And he said, I know you have trouble receiving, but I'm going to come over and I'm going to bring my thing and we're going to do it together. Okay. And that's what it was. So that's an example of what it looks like of, no, I've got it. I've got my gloves on. I've got my UV light. I'll take care of this. And of course, I'm always the one who's like, what do you need? You know, I'll bring something to you, but not allowing it. And so the the same thing manifests in that spirit capacity too. The healing, so the counterpoint, the medicine for this is really practicing letting yourself be loved. And I say practicing because it's intentional. You have to intentionally put yourself into the position of allowing yourself to to receive, to let that person come and hunt that scorpion with you, <laughs> to go, okay, I see that. I get that. 
to let somebody show up and allow them the opportunity to try and support you in the best way possible. Because that's always going to be when you accept love, you're going to increase and raise the vibration. So that's the counter. Okay, so let's hit the second core wound. Ominous drumroll, please. (laughs) The something is wrong with me wound. If you've been listening to our podcast for a while, you might remember back in the very beginning days of episode three, the overcoming your black sheep dynamic. I will link that if you're interested in the show notes. But if you are the black sheep or as we call it, the hot pink crayon in a black and gray Crayola world, then you may have just a smidge of this core wound, just a little smidge, a little pinch. It sounds a lot like, you know, I'm not good enough. So I have to try harder than everyone else so that no one sees that I'm not perfect. I can only be worthy by trying to overcompensate through impossible standards. And even when it is perfect, it still isn't good enough to be equal to others because I'm not perfect to begin with. So this is the wound that leads to perfectionism and self-criticism all the time, that very high critical voice. It can also lead to being just utterly piercingly afraid of rejection and very triggered by small mistakes. So core wounds can develop in many ways, but this one can come a lot of times from your needs either being misunderstood or shamed, or it could be, you know, experiencing a lot of very negative comparisons or impossible standards that, you know, no one could meet. So what it looks like in an intuition block is fear to try because you won't be 100% perfect. Shutting down and just not allowing yourself to learn, not even trying because you believe, you know, on some deep fundamental subconscious level that, well, you can't do it and you're not going to do it well. So, you know, I'm just not going to do it. And maybe other people can, but you're just different than them. So it won't work for you. I want to say this because it's important for everyone to hear this. So whatever you're doing, I want you to just tune in to what I'm saying right now, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, hear what I'm about to say. All forms of communication with the other side. It's a miracle to begin with that we are able to communicate across dimensions through an entirely energetic form through pathways that we're developing and discovering within ourselves. And the very best mediums in the world, the very best, the highest, the best, 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 are still not 100% accurate, period. There is no such thing ever as 100% accuracy when it comes to cross-dimensional communication. It does not exist. So that is terrifying for people who desire or have that core drive towards perfectionism because it doesn't allow that growth to happen it you know says well if I know if I can't do it this way that's not achievable for me then it feels like it creates this very strong fear spiral but if you have this I want you to hear that that nobody has that it's not possible at this point in our consciousness to have achieved that nobody I don't have that. Love to have 100%. It's not something that we have. So don't hold yourself. Don't let that be the reason that you 
don't pursue things. If you're thinking, well, if I can't be perfect, nobody's perfect. Nobody on the TV show that you're watching, they're editing that stuff all around, y'all. Know that perfection does not exist in the way that our human ego wants it to. It's an unrealistic expectation. Yeah. If you are expecting, oh, you're controlling the whole process, which shuts down flow. And I can tell you when you shut down flow, you get about 0% accuracy. So the key is, in this case, your medicine for working through this particular wound is let yourself be guided and to flow. So trust that you can do anything and you can do anything well, that it isn't about perfection because perfection is an impossible ego standard. And it just, you know, going back to our description of this particular wound, even if you do it perfectly, this wound says it's still not good enough. So there's no way to achieve the level of, quote, perfection that the ego wants. So knowing that, then you can go, well, that kind of frees you up. If you look at it that way, it goes, well, okay, I'm not going to achieve this. So I can not let that limit me anymore. So allowing yourself to trust that you can do anything and just let yourself be guided, let yourself flow into things and allow yourself to learn, to grow. Nobody sits down at the piano and plays a full Mozart in their first run. But every time you sit down, you get better and better and better. And the same thing is with intuition. The same thing when you show up for your spirit guides is every single time you sit down, you get better and better and better and you go beyond you wherever you were before and you just keep stretching. And eventually you sit down and you can play the Mozart. Before we go today, I did want to share a really powerful practice that does help chip away, I believe, at any core wound. So not just the ones we talked about today, but any of the ones where you know are your personal trigger points, are your titanic icebergs. And <laughs> these are, uh, this particular practice is very healing. It's also a very intimate practice. So it's something that you have to allow yourself to say, I'm choosing this intimacy as a means of deep healing. The, the more intimate that it is, the deeper you are going. So I want you to just know that, that this is a sensitive practice, but it is a incredibly healing, nurturing, deep level of love that we can receive. This is called soul gazing, keeping in mind that our eyes are pointed forward and pointed outward all the time. So we're looking, we're consuming, we're taking in things, we're consuming visualizations. But when we are able to take time to really look at yourself in the mirror, to look at your eyes specifically, and to choose to see beyond the facade, see beyond the surface, and really gaze intentionally at seeing the being, the energy that is beyond by just looking in your eyes and being very receptive to that. It is incredibly, incredibly powerful and healing and intimate and just emotional. We talked about it when we did the soul gazing for the conscious couples practices in that podcast. And that was that was something that we really loved doing with one another. 
In this case, it's using a mirror where you're just looking within your own eyes. And for me, I've used practices like I completely love and accept you. I completely love and accept you over and over, just staring at my own eyes and seeing what emerges. And what I find is that it's it only takes a second or so of just with that intention before you start to see something else, before you feel the depth that's there beyond the container of our physical form and our physical bodies. And that memory is what heals the core wounds because the memory of home, the memory, the remembering of who we truly are on divine expansive levels is what the core wound is driving us to. So when we heal that, when we bring that aspect into awareness, it's allowing us to move past the core wound for a very powerful, expansive level of healing. So as we close out, just remember that as you do this core wound practice, that you remember that in the truth, in the true nature of your being, that your core wounds are just this false surface, a mask over your true self, a self that is infinite, expansive, and far more beautiful than anything that you can imagine. So don't be afraid to remind yourself that the core wounds are surface scratches with no true consequence on the powerful nature of your soul and your infinite being. So don't let those surface scratches become limitations because nothing could be further from the truth. Before you go, I wanted to let you know that I'm teaching a free live masterclass for sensitive souls, and I'd love to invite you to join us. I'll be teaching how to prepare for connecting with your spirit guides, a grounded approach to increasing your sensitivity to your spirit guides through five simple but powerful shifts. I'm going to be talking about your role in connecting with your spirit guides, why you aren't waiting for them, they're waiting for you. We'll be talking about the five mental and energetic shifts you need to make for positive connection with your spirit guides, how to know if you're really ready for contact with your spirit guides. So if you've been waiting to connect with your spirit guides, but it just hasn't happened yet, or you don't know where to start or what to do next, or if you want to open up more, but would like to feel safe and confident enough to take that big leap then this masterclass is for you, my friend. If you feel the calling, there is a link to register for the free live masterclass in the description where you're listening to this episode, or you can find it at SedonaMedium.com. And if you have a friend that would love this as well, please spread the word and the love. Many blessings. The Modern Life and Spirit podcast is for informational purposes only. The information provided is not intended to provide medical, psychological, legal, or financial advice. The information provided is not to diagnose or treat any medical or psychological illness. To read the full disclaimer, see SedonaMedium.com.